Welcome back. Hello to the One Thing Podcast, where we all get to usher in the new age of humanity beyond Homo sapiens, which we call Homo spiritus, by practicing dancing with the one thing that individuals, communities, and countries have yet to try in mass, an emphasis on practice. This is a practice. <laughs> and that one thing is the connection to the higher self part of ourselves, which we call our true self anatomy. And people call it by many various different names. And our prime directive above all else is to make and constantly return to this one thing connection. We abbreviate that by calling it taught the one thing. And we practice doing that day in and day out breath in and breath out as our first step in dealing with everything in our daily life, rather than viewing problems as things we solve separately from the one thing. It's not like a compartmentalized situation where we're integrating everything in the collective at this point. So our episode today is about training yourself into vibrational alignment through taught connection. It is indeed. And so we're going to start by framing a little bit about what we mean about vibrational alignment. And so obviously the first question is, what the devil is vibration? Well, another term for vibration is energy signatures. Uh, everything in the universe vibrates with a specific energy frequency. And uh, so the vibration is kind of a new age term for what's understood in physics as energy signatures. And these energy signatures are what call causes particles to express themselves in the form of matter. <clears throat> and vibration is also a measurement of energy. So uh, when we're when we're talking about energy signatures or or resonance frequencies, there are ways to measure the energy output or the energy frequency of various things, various objects, and even various thoughts and emotions, for that matter. <clears throat> so sometimes this is called frequency. For example, uh, with diseases such as cancer, for, in, for instance, um, the, these diseases only express in the presence of a specific frequency in the part of the body that's suffering from that disease. And identifying the cause of the unhealthy frequency and eliminating, uh, eliminating that, that cause or that frequency, replacing that frequency frequency with a healthy frequency seems to lead to the restoration of health. Um, and of course, the, the causes of dis-ease are many and varied. Um, but for example, uh, another example, a cold has its own frequency and cancer has a different frequency and digestive disturbances have yet another frequency. Um, the thing I'll add, <clears throat> just for those of you who are familiar with or have utilized or maybe are practitioners who utilize resonance frequency healing technologies, 
these technologies utilize this whole notion of vibration and they the the challenge with them is that they tend to bypass the emotional spiritual and trauma components that feed into a an illness or a disease process and i know very well that some of the resonance frequency technologies claim to address some or all of those and maybe they do maybe they don't um but the what the technology does is it identifies the parts of the body whose frequencies are not the healthy frequency for that location and then the machinery the technology then bathes that location with an inverse waveform an opposite wave waveform to, to the disease state which is which cancels out the disease state so that the body our body's natural healing tendencies are prompted to restore the natural frequency to that part of the body and this works sometimes otherwise it wouldn't be as well used resonance frequency technologies wouldn't be as widely used in europe and um, russia and a couple of other places outside the united states uh, as as they are and they are used to an extent inside the united states um, but it, what we believe is that the technology doesn't work as consistently as desired because it leaves out the conscious and unconscious emotional, spiritual uh, beliefs, programs, and trauma frequencies that often fuel the disease frequency, the physical disease frequency. Um, in addition, the last thing I'll say about vibration is, uh, is that each of us has our own unique individual vibrational signature, very much analogous to each of us having our own fingerprint, for instance. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And I would I would kind of riff off of what you said about the resonance frequency technology and just say that um, I personally believe that it's really training wheels to help us uh, hold a vibration of of health, you know, or or uh, elevate the disease frequency into the higher frequency. We're 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 designed to do this, um, not necessarily with machinery, but I do think machinery can help some people. Um, and so when we're talking about what makes up a vibration, it's such a good question. Uh, as a human being, uh, what what we understand that makes up vibration thus far is the combination of our thoughts. Thoughts in Chinese medicine, anyway, are considered to be the most um, subtle form of energy or vibration or frequency. And, you know, this is a funny word, vibration and frequency and energy, because it's really, it's really just a, a way of talking about life force, right? Life force is the energy that's beating our heart and pumping our blood and digesting our food right now as we speak. Um, but we don't see that. We don't see the, the life force. It's kind of like the wind. I, I like this analogy that the wind makes the trees blow, um, but we don't see the wind, but we certainly can't say the wind doesn't exist because we we see it happening. So our thoughts are a subtle form of vibration, and so are our feelings. So the, the thinking is, is that the instant we have a thought, there's an accompanying feeling to it. And those thoughts might be clear from a, from a, a present moment 
observation, or they might be flooding in from the past, or they might be coming in from our worry about a future situation. And the emotions uh, that are generated by those thoughts are generally, they, they generally are uh, close in vibration. So it's why a lot of teachers talk about, you know, watch your thoughts and keep, take care of your thoughts and <laughs> all that, because, you know, there's a cascade effect in our system, uh, not only emotionally, but brain chemistry uh, based on our thoughts. And then, so thoughts and feelings and then beliefs. So beliefs are really just a, 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 a block of thoughts that we've been thinking for a long time that w- then we can say, oh, this is what I believe because it's been, you know, something consistent over time. Uh, our vibration. So, so far we've got thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and then our words. So words carry essence and vibration and frequency. And it's not just the actual words we use to speak, but it's the tones we use. So all of that is part of our vibration. And then our actions, the actions that we take. And our actions are literally the end game of our thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and uh, words. <laughs> and the words might be our own internal dialogue, right? It might not just be the outspoken words that, we're, that we um, think about when people speak, right? So when we talk about alignment of vibration, the alignment is that our thoughts and our feelings and our beliefs and our and our words inner or outer spoken uh, and our actions are all in alignment with our highest good with you know the the, the greatest a- access we have to our beingness um it is much easier to align all of these things when we're connected to our higher self because our higher self our higher presence uh, is already in alignment energetically and and vibrationally. So really, rather than running around and chasing thoughts and emotions and in words, I mean, we can and we should keep our, our energy clean in those ways. But the best way to do it is to connect to uh, the one thing, our higher self, our higher presence, and, and receive alignment, receive um, fresh thought, you know, a, a clear consciousness about something, you know, ask what the truth is about this situation. Is this, is this really true, this belief I have, or is it not, is it, does it not line up with my highest good? Those kinds of things. And, you know, maybe even just taking a, a, a nanosecond before we speak a word outwardly or, and, or checking how we're talking to ourselves uh, in our own head, that could be often sometimes a bit shocking. I think we've brought it up before in this podcast, but if you were to just take, you know, a day and notice what, without judgment, what you think in your own head, um, it might surprise you, but it would also be fodder for you to sort of change some things around so that your vibration can start being cleaned up by your choice and by your consciousness. So, yeah, well, said. yeah. Oh, I guess I, I go next with these three steps, right? So, yeah. uh, right. So, you know, when David and I sit down to talk about the topic of the podcast, we try to um, you know, isolate the most juicy aspects. And so what we came up with are these three elements of getting motivated um, to shift, right? So most of us are motivated as a human being at this point in time, um, when we recognize something is off or, you know, and then this is when our vibration or our, our frequency isn't supporting us. Um, 
you know, we don't like how we feel, we're in pain, um, we feel like we're suffering, we feel stuck, any any of those things, which, you know, most of us have all felt, um, you know, some of us just say we feel like shit. <laughs> um, some people say, you know, I, I'm blocked, I can't get past this block. I mean, there's, those are a few ways that we might see it. Um, we also might see it because the same pattern keeps coming back around, repeating itself. You know, I've heard people say for decades, oh, I thought I dealt with that thing, whatever the thing was. It's a pattern usually. But and we all have these, myself included, but they just keep kind of coming back around. And that's when we know um, that our system is ready to upgrade uh, our vibrational frequency around that topic ourselves included not just yeah yeah well you know <laughs> i don't want to drag you into my mess oh <laughs> uh, super so that's that's the first step is the motivation to shift which might sound simple but i can tell you that there have been times in my life when i've been so stuck in my soup that I've had really difficulty, a great difficulty accessing that motivation to shift. Yeah. I think that's true for all of us. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think so. So once we've activated that motivation to shift, then the second step is kind of a two-sided coin. On the one hand, we choose a different feeling state than the one that we're in based on whatever we're currently feeling or whatever we're currently dealing with. We, we choose a feeling state that we want to feel instead of the distressed state that we've become motivated to shift around. And at the same time, so that's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is noticing the old energy that we need to acknowledge, release, accept, or heal in order to really step into embodying and fully feeling the desired state that we want. And this, this is really the step that most people in our experience seem to gloss over out of their desire to bypass the old energy uh, and to just focus on things like affirmations. Affirmations have their place. They can remind us of where we want to head, but affirmations by themselves aren't sufficient for manifestation to occur. Uh, the uh, If they're not backed up by a very clearly felt feeling state of the solution, of, of living in the desired place, in the desired outcome, in the desired manifestation, um, and, and a full five sense experience of that then it's it's not uh, affirmations by themselves are not really going to do the trick and then there's the whole issue of what's often called spiritual spiritual bypass which is where we so want the desired feeling state that we hope we can do an end run around uh any of the old energy that's still in our system that needs to be released, that needs to be, again, acknowledged, released, accepted, and healed. Yeah, well said. And, you know, that, that part you just said about the end run, sometimes that works 
if 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 our if our intentionality and our feelings around this thing that we want are so strong that it just kind of gobbles up the old energy but that's not always the case because it's not always easy to get our our uh, our vibrational energy up that high when we have an anchor let's just use that as an analogy and I would like to, if I could shout one thing from the mountaintop, um, at least in this moment, <laughs> I have lots of one things, but um, if I could, I would say when something comes up, when old energy comes up, when it need, when it's asking to be released and accepted and healed, as David said, it isn't a bad thing. It doesn't make us broken or irreparably wounded. We've talked about this before. It doesn't make us... Um, unworthy of the thing that we desire. It is simply energy that we've probably carried in through our DNA for, you know, through our lineage or our ancestry, or however you see that, that, you know, way life can be elongated beyond a, a single life. Um, and, and it's just asking to be uh, brought to peace. It's asking to be reconciled with a higher version of who we could be. And so I would just ask you to remember to not make this a bad thing, not have a judgment about yourself when this old energy is, is there because it's the compost. It's the, it's the uh, fodder out of which the new seed grows and nobody, you know, nobody berates compost. Nobody berates the, you know, the fertilizer of the ground as the seed is, is cracking open and being pulled up by the light to grow itself into the thing that it is right but we tend to do that with our old energy and i i just i just wanted to throw that out as a you know as an important component so as a as a reminder it's a yeah go ahead oh uh, and you want to do the reminder and then i i've got something i want to add about this before we get to step three yeah so just a reminder it's a two-sided coin on the one side we recognize we really want to be somewhere different than we are. And so we we make a decision and we we use our conscious clarity to say, I, I notice I have X and I would like Y. And the X is where we're at and the energy that may need to be resolved and released. And the Y is the, the thing that we're desirous of and claiming. Mm -hmm. The thing I want to add, and I'm glad you brought it up in passing uh, about end runs, is that in a situation where I am wanting to shift my frequency, my vibration, my energy, my capacity to manifest a desired outcome or a desired state, when I when I am able to, as is occasionally true for me, just step fully into a full five sense experience of that desired state and i can maintain that experience inside myself regardless of what the external circumstances seem to be that's not an end run that is an ideal situation where i uh i can step into that so fully that i don't have work that i have to do around healing and releasing and things like that. There are other times when I would like to be able to be in that consistent desired state, but something is holding me back. And at that point, if I try to ignore what is holding me back, that's what'll get me in trouble in terms of being able to maintain a desired state. And if I, if I, 
ignore that anyway under those circumstances. That's the end run that I was talking about. Yeah, understood. Yeah, good. Thanks for clarifying that. Uh, here's the thing. Life is very intelligent, and so is our system. And it will get our attention if we need to work on something, <laughs> if we have to tend to something. So this, the third step in practicing your chosen vibration is... You know, if, well, let's just back up a moment and say, we're talking about vibration and frequency and energy. And the, another word that can be used in, um, uh, you know, in as the same meaning, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Interchangeably with energy, vibration, or, or um, frequency is consciousness. So it, one of the ways that, you know, quantum physics talks about energy is that it's all consciousness or it's all vibration or it's all frequency. So one of the ways that we as human beings, as individuals, get to play in matter and spirit, right? So spirit is the non-physical and matter is the physical, is by getting clear in our consciousness. And this is how we hone our vibration. So we, we realize there's something off or something ready to be elevated next, next level. Uh, we don't like how we feel. We get clear about what that is. Um, and then we use our consciousness and david touched on this earlier to imagine in our mind's eye because we of, of all the mammals alive we humans are the only one that have imagination and and uh willful conscious use right so we use our imagination to envision and become clear about what we would like our best possible outcome to this particular thing. Now we could have best possible outcomes to multiple things in our life, right? For our health and our relationships and our financial affairs and you know all the things. There's so many things. But if we're if something is in our face, then it's getting our attention to um, consider what we would like as the best possible outcome for that thing, and then to fuel that imagination with internal senses like if it were here now and and imagination and consciousness asks us to assume and act as if and conjure in our imagination as if it were here now this is what actually makes energy move um what would we feel what would we think what would we see who would we be talking to what would be we be saying to this person things like oh this thing worked out so good i mean make it like you're writing a script of the last scene of an amazing movie where the last scene is your best possible outcome and you get to call all the shots you're the producer the director the writer and the actor, and you get to call it all and, and create it as if it's the, and then you rehearse that over and over, just like any good actor would do for a, you know, for its play on the stage, right? This is all, this is all laced through every philosophical and religious and, um, uh, what, what would be another way? Every, Every aspect of being the highest human being that we can is laced with our with imagination and consciousness in the ways that we're talking about right now. So we use our visioning capacity. We see what we would see. We hear what we would hear. We smell what we would smell and make it up. You know, like I make it up that when I'm in the financial advisor's office, uh, there are beautiful flowers that are so aromatic that I'm just being drowned out by their smell. I mean, you get to make it up any way you want to. And when we see that over and over, it tends to mold 
uh, matter. It it tends to mold our consciousness into matter. I mean, that's the simplest way to say it. And then David touched on affirmations a bit ago. Then we use our affirmations to direct us back into that vision or that imagination. And, And we can say things like, of course, I, I am I am an extension of the most powerful energy in the multiverse, and I'm using my consciousness in direct and willful ways, intentional ways, to focus on this bit of imagery and, and visioning um, for the purpose of ensuring that it become, you know, a, a desired outcome in my life. And, um, and that's probably the best way to encapsulate that particular third step by being, by practicing your chosen vibration. And, you know, some people say, oh, I tried that. I did it a couple of times and it didn't work. Well, here's what I've learned over the decades is that I have to do it for as long as necessary until my desired outcome is present in my life. (laughs) And I don't, I can stop before that, but then I can't complain that it doesn't work because I actually didn't work it all the way to the end. So um, that's important to know. Yeah. Uh, Well, really well, well unpacked. You did a (laughs) great job of that. The, the thing I want to add as a footnote is that Lori and I have investigated, have studied countless different approaches to mastering manifestation and uh you know uh, just a couple of examples uh florence shovel shin wallace waddles napoleon hill dale carnegie abraham uh the secret and so forth and they all have some interesting and valuable things to say and to offer and we appreciate them and at the same time the the work of neville goddard we tend to find to be the most concrete and actionable and practical of all of them. Uh, So I I just wanted to honor and acknowledge that. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. If you really want to understand Neville Goddard was in the early 1900s um, and he studied in the I am presence uh, circles and he references the Bible quite a bit, which David and I are not necessarily versed in the Bible. Um, but I think we it's fair to say we both understood passages in the Bible as Neville Goddard unpacked them for the purpose of consciousness and manifestation for best possible outcomes. We understood passages in the Bible like never before. So if that's of interest to you, his his work is is very rich. Yeah. Indeed. And so the the final thing we want to say about this topic before we move into takeaways is something that is probably embedded indirectly in what we've said already, and that you probably know, but just as a reinforcement, this is a lifelong practice. It's not a one and done. It's not like, oh, yeah, I've done that. I've been there. I'm over it. Uh, that that may be true with certain specific small issues, but not with the overall arc of our evolution and transcendence as as humans and as spirits. So some of our life upgrades, some of our upgrades 
do come more easily and more rapidly, whereas others require more effort and time. And for me, it seems very, very clear that there are some themes that for me are so huge in terms of my soul growth that I signed up to devote myself to them over the entire course of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. uh, and yes, layers get completed and then there are more layers and et cetera, et cetera. But the, the thing that is important to Lori and me is this, this ongoing compassion that, the, that to double back to something you said earlier, there's nothing wrong with us mm -hmm. that we have this, this growth to do. It's why we're here. It's not the problem. The, the only problem would be is Our resistance. <laughs> if we resist it, uh, if we put it off, if we sign up for higher levels of suffering before we're bludgeoned into surrender, things like that. Yes, but the 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 existence of these things and overcoming them in whatever amount of time it takes, with whatever amount of effort it takes with each dimension, each each theme, each, each layer, is simply what it is. It's simply what it takes. Yeah, good. That's that's important to articulate. Thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we have just a couple of takeaways uh, for you. And um, the first one is we invite you to embrace that you are a vibrational being um, and col a col cultivate a relationship with this. Now, this is the same thing as cultivating a relationship with your higher presence because your higher presence is already existing in a, uh, a higher vibrational state. So can you imagine if we made that connection all day, every day, so that we could tap into that vibrational sensing, you know, that vi vibrational beingness, how much easier and quicker it would be for us to, um, like elevate ourselves into better and better vibrations. It would just be a lot easier. And so this is, this is a, this is a relationship just like any other relationship that's very important to you. You, you know, we foster it, we cultivate it, you know, we love it. We give it, we give it our attention. We give it our, our consciousness. We, um, we put awareness upon it in loving and, um, you know, hopefully as non-judgmental as possible ways. Mm -hmm. So embrace your, that you're vibrational because <laughs> you can't not be. <laughs> Absolutely. And along with that practice, fully experiencing being in your desired vibration around whatever it is that is up for you right now. And what I mean by fully experiencing being in your desired vibration around that theme or that issue or that, that objective or that goal is thinking, feeling, uh, feelings, beliefs, words. Uh, so practice noticing how you feel in the, in being in your desired vibration, independent of external circumstances. And uh, not just practicing that, uh, fully experiencing that, but staying loyal to coming back to that inner experience over and over and over again, as consistently uh, as, as possible throughout your days. Uh, and so Noticing how you feel in that 
elevated state and noticing the action and impact that that leads to in your imagination when you're imagining that desired state already being here. Um, this is uh, this the practice um, is is the actions that you take um, in order to bring about the desired state that you may not have fully manifested in the material universe in the here and now. Um, though uh, our actions in the world are always supporting either the old vibration or our new one. And the choice is up to us in every given moment. And when, not if, we forget to support the new vibration, remember that's just human. Mm -hmm. And so don't let your inner critic beat you up for that. Just notice when you're in the old vibration and let it go and come back to experiencing, not affirming, but experiencing the new vibration. Right. Yeah. Because our actions are inspired um, by the alignment of our thoughts, feelings, words, and actions and beliefs. Um, you know, we don't, we, we, we only make an action like let's just use the um, the let's just use alcohol. You know, if someone is really a, an alcoholic and they they're still drinking, well, they haven't yet been able to reach into a different part. You know, a, a consciousness of themselves that is a non-drinker, and so their actions are always going to be a, ca a cascade. It's going to be the the downstream cascade of their thoughts, feelings you know, their visions of themselves and their uh, beliefs, and then their actions will follow that whole cascade. So when our thoughts and our feelings and our beliefs and our words and our actions are aligned, we are a vibrational match to what we want. And then it can arrive in the shortest, fastest, happiest path. And when they're aligned and we keep that aligned, then the energy moves pretty quick. Most of us, and I'm very guilty of this, is I'll get really, you know, on it about my thoughts, feel, you know, about my desire and, the, you know, all the things and I'll, and I'll feel it. And then I'll go back to neutral or I'll go back to the old energy, which neutralizes it. And it's this sort of back and forth thing. So I'm just inviting you to, you know, do the work of regularly visiting your imaginations and your visions and your consciousness of alignment, thoughts, feelings, visions, uh, pictures and actions so that, I mean, see yourself doing the things that a person who's a non-drinker would do, <laughs> right? If this is the example we continue with, like you're going to go to an event and you're going to choose something other than alcohol. Like you can see that in your mind's eye and you could be happy with that choice and you can see yourself having fun without alcohol, whatever the things are. I'm just making that up as an example, but we have to feed our consciousness that with our free will. Like that is what it, it means to be a conscious human being. So we all want the shortest, fastest, happiest path. Some things, David said this earlier, are easier to, you know, cause in, 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 in form and others take a little bit longer. So just be patient and compassionate and accepting of your journey and, um, you know, love the, the gift of being able to actually do this kind of work. And I, one of the things that inspires me is that I know that every time I elevate my consciousness or my um, vibration, it affects the whole, the whole multiverse. And so that, that makes it, you know, a, a, a motivational inspiring thing.
Indeed. So we're uh, we're currently, as we record this episode, we're awaiting top guidance, guidance from the one thing, whatever your term for that is. For us, we often use the term source uh, about what our next episode is to be about. And we don't know yet. So we have no teaser for you for the next episode as we finish recording this one. We do enthusiastically continue to invite you to visit toppodcast.net, T-O-T-podcast.net, to let us know your comments, questions, requests for future episode topics, and any other feedback you might have. And the way it's set up at toppodcast.net is that you can send us, you can type us a message if that's how you prefer to do it. You can also record one for us. You can, if you don't want to type, you can leave us a voice message. Uh, that's all set up on there for you. So you have your choice about how you leave us your message. And I wanted to make sure you all know that. So with all that said, until next time, remember to dance with your better half, the one thing, so you can keep living more and more fully as Homo Spiritus. <laughs> <laughs>